This is a message from Hardman Johnston Global Advisors celebrating the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Whereas the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor, past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement, Bob Heenan was one of those great leaders. As such, Hardman Johnston Global Advisors is proud to salute the career, the legacy, and the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. This Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction for Bobby Heenan is presented by Operating Engineers Local 542, Thackery Crane, Fidelio Dental Insurance, Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell Business Manager, and Sam Pond of Pond La Hockey. Here's an important message from the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 542. If you want a better life for you and your family, consider joining their union. Consider this. Local 542 members and their families can earn an associate's degree with no out-of-pocket cost. That's you, your spouse, your children, and your grandchildren can take advantage of this Union Plus free college benefits program. Go to IUOE542.com. Join the union now. Local 542, in memory of longtime business manager Robert Heenan. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is the Legends of Labor Special with J. Doc and Krause. And welcome in, everyone, to this very, very special edition, our Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony and live broadcast. Bob Heenan is a name, J-Doc, that we will talk a lot about uh, tonight on this Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction. Uh, we've got a great night planned tonight. Look forward to, as I always do when we do our Legends of Labor show, I, I love to learn so much about these great labor leaders. So, uh, you know, there's, there is a lot to talk about. When you talk about uh, Bob Heenan, and, and Bob was the business manager of Local 542 for thir over 30 years, but also a member for 70 years, okay? And uh, we couldn't have anybody better on the broadcast, speaking of legends of labor, than Pat Iding. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Great to be here. This is a great honor. And and, and, and having said that, Pat, um, you know, we, we've said it many times on broadcast, what makes... Um, the Philadelphia area union community, the number one union community in the country is our labor leadership. You, of course, exude that and have for so long. Um, but it's a special night for Bob. And, and, and if you would, um, you know, you had a great relationship with Bob. If you could, uh, you know, talk about that and a little bit about Bob and, and, and uh, your experiences with Bob. Absolutely. Uh, of course, the consensus here tonight is you know, even being a friend for over 50 years, we can only do about three minutes on the air. The rest of it we had to do on the side. So, but <laughs> but uh, that's who Bobby was. I mean, Bobby was an individual who was a, a, cer a certain special personality. Uh, he was—the word friend just can't go far enough in how he was. Because when, when you would hear from Bobby, the phone call from Bobby was always to help somebody else. And, you know, always as members, you know, and uh, I go back to when I was, you know, really a pup, and, and uh, he was just a little bit further than me along, and uh, learned really quick that that's, that was his passion, making sure that the Philadelphia operating engineers and around the Saren were, were going to get the jobs that were here and somebody else wasn't. And, you know, that included with the fact that, uh, you know, again, the friendship part, I just can't, I'll probably repeat that a hundred times. 
But the other part you'll hear tonight, you'll hear how, how generous he was with his time and, and giving. I mean, you know, uh, somebody on the street that he saw that needed somebody, he'd take care of them, you know. And, and the phone calls I would get most of the time, and my wife Liz, who—, who Worked for the building trades for 36 years, knows Bobby maybe even better than me because she worked here at the operating engineers when he was here. But it's just, it's, he transcended so many different eras in, in our labor movement in Philly. You know, from the rough to, you know, we, we have all this AT stuff now and it's all that polish. It, he never missed a beat. He never missed a beat. And along the way, while he was taking care of somebody, he always helped somebody. So, and, you know, you can never forget his laugh. He had a special laugh. Uh, I won't go as far as Woody Woodpecker, but some people have said that, and I don't. I don't know if it's true. But he, he just whether you were having a drink with Bobby or you were you were getting something done along with him, uh, I just cannot say enough about his leadership, the impression he left on the on the working people here and the labor movement here in the Delaware Valley is just tremendous. Pat, let me ask you this: If you, uh, uh, and I'd love to get your response on this. Um, you know, my mother used to say to me, when you leave this world, what will they say? What's the answer to that question for Bob? For Bobby Hayden, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it again. Friend. So many friends to so many people. And caring. Very caring. I mean, he, 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 he let himself look like he was lighter than air, you know, about things and what they were happening. But he never missed a point, And he never, he never, he was never at a point where he wasn't paying attention. And especially about people. But, you know, as far as his membership and, and the leadership he had, not only in the labor movement, but in the community, in all the communities that he, that he you know, walked through. So uh, I think that kind of, um, my God, if, 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 if his mother is thinking about that now from up there, she's got to be thinking about how special he was, really special. And, I, and, you know, I'm not trying to blow it up. He was special because he was, he was different than a lot of people, but he was better than a lot of people and tougher than a lot of people. Yeah, I can tell you that um, I had heard his name a lot. Obviously, my dad being a, a business manager at the Ironworkers, and, and, uh, uh, but I had one conversation with him in my life and um, came out of the blue and uh, didn't recognize the number, picked it up, and said, it's Bob Heenan. Uh, he, my dad was going through it, and he called uh, to offer his support uh, for myself and my family and, and, and my father. And uh, he was so gracious. And during that time, uh, it, we were real insecure. It was a very difficult time for us. I talked... He, he talked to me on that on the phone for like 30, 35 minutes. I had never had a conversation with him, but I had heard that if you talked to him for 35 minutes, that was a long time. And uh, but he was, you know, so gracious and it made, you know, made me feel so good. And uh, so I had heard his name being an iron worker. We work with a lot of operators and um, have a lot of had a lot of great relationships. And you hear the name Bob Heenan a lot. Um, and, and, and so it, it makes me I, I think about um, when I think about Bob and I think about, you know, yourself, Pat, and um, that era of, 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 of labor, I can only imagine being in that room with Sam Staten, okay, yourself, Pat Gillespie, Bob Heenan, uh, that, that group of labor leaders. Um, and that really is what this is all about, so that we can educate and, and uh, let, you know, kind of uh, ha pay homage to those who, who, who laid the groundwork. And so 
And, and think about it, Joe. You, you think about how things have changed. And very fortunate that I'm here as long as I am and, and, and had the opportunity to be part of those transitions. But, but with Bob, you know, where I met him in the 60s and, and where he was with what he did with this, with this local union was just tremendous. But along the way, there were so many people he touched. That he's he's a little and, and you mentioned some great people. I mean, you know, going back to the Sam State senior and, and some of the people. I'll even throw Marty Madaloni. A lot of names we could throw in there. There, but but as things change, you have to change with them. And he was able to do that. And he brought his local union along with it. I mean, just look at this place you're in. Oh my God. And and, and, and just talk. And just get, I'm sure if you just go out and talk to some of the folks on a crane or on a, a bulldozer, they'll be able to expand. Bobby, needs, Bobby Heenan's name in ways that you wouldn't even think of. Well, I, you know, I'm looking at a lot of um, you know, a lot of his history, and, and, and he he, and it's almost almost like a typo, but he joined the army at 14. Okay, he was a proud serviceman. Joined the army at age 14. Uh, with three served three years uh, during World War II uh, before being honorably discharged, and then he joined the Union. Okay, so he's you know a great patriot, and then became a, a, a great Union man. Um, you know, you, you, you talk, and, and also when you talk about the apprentice program here at the Union and and, and the advancements that, that he made there, and and, and in diversity, um, certainly you know those and, and a number of uh, other areas. But my point is um, that that. That's where the, you look at this place. First time I came here, man, it, it is unbelievable. It's a great example of Bob and his foundation, his fingerprints all over the place. Listen, you, 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 you may call it lying, you might call it stretching the truth, but you have to be able to be something, there's got to be something in your heart and your mind to want to go into the service when you're, when you're that young, uh, to want to move into the working world when you're that young, being able to convince people that you were ready for that and you were old enough for that, that's Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan could probably sell you the suit you're wearing. <laughs> and, and, but, but he could do it in a way that was caring and he meant well with it because he was probably going to get it to somebody else that suit if he bought it off you. Know? So, so, I mean, that, that all, just to listen to his history is exciting. And, but it's, it's more exciting to folks that us were around them a lot, and I, I know his family, and they got to have a different version, I'm sure, because I know, I know where I am. That right, happens, right, right. But, 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 you know, it, it all wound up into a, a, a career that was just just different and fantastic. When, when you talk about, uh, you know, uh, one of the things that, uh, as I'm reading right now, talk about the concern about making sure that all local 542 members and their families had the best health care possible. Okay, and you talk about the common. What is what, Pat? What's a common thread? You know the individuals that um, that I mentioned, including yourself, um, you, you had that, that, that set such high standards uh, for. You know, you, you got other great leaders. Jim Riley's here. Jim Snell's here. Um, and and uh, those individuals are in a, in a sense walking in the in the, in the uh, footprints of, of of individuals like yourself. But what was the common thread that you all had? Well, I, I think, and I've said this kind of like jokingly, you, you can't just like it, you got to love it, number one, because you're committing your family and pretty much your whole life into it. And the families that stand with, 
you know, Bobby and Sam and those people, they, they need to be part of this honor because uh, many times where, where we were out there doing whatever it is we did, uh, God don't ask us, but, you know, the point of it is that our, our, our family and our kids, they were home and, and somebody was taking care of themselves while we could do this. So it's, it's, it's more than, it's a passion almost. I mean, I, I, I don't want to sound stupid, but it really is. And I tell young people that, you know, well, geez, I got to go there tonight. Well, you know, you don't want to do the job, go home because this is the job. It's a whole life. And nobody knows it more than the families of those people. Well, well it's interesting. But you mentioned young people, and they talk to a lot of people. And, and what is it, the work-life work, work life experience? You know, like, they, that's the first question they ask. The reality, when you mentioned, because um, I lived in that type of household, um, you know, when, when you're a labor leader, a long-time labor leader like yourself, it's not— it's not what you are, it's who you are, and it's not a part-time job, and we all live through that. I'm very, and, 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 and I'm grateful for it, and we reap the benefits from it, but, you know, a lot of labor leaders like yourself, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure Bob would, would have said the same thing, and, um, you know, it's not a part-time job. No, and I think, you know, your life experience with Bob being in the service that young, and I, I was a little older, I was 19 in the service. The life experience you get there because there's such a variety of people. There's no lines. There's nothing. So when you get in an organization like labor and unions and, and a community, if, if you're not part of that in your heart and in your soul, you wind up being on the outside of it somehow. Or you say the wrong thing, and that's easy to do. But, you know, going through that, his, his career as he started and how he, he got into it uh, so young— I can relate to it in some ways. Like I said, he, he was in, you know, listen, Bobby was, was always somebody I said, I, I want to be like Bobby when I grow up, because every step of the way, when I got to know him, it was exciting. It was, it was real. And, you know, I'm going to throw that friendship about it. Friend, fr friends are friends with Bobby Heenan, who Bobby Heenan called a friend. No, they had a friend. And, and that's, you know, I mean, even the people he worked with. The people in the offices and that, they still talk about Bobby Heenan. And my, my wife would tell you on the side some great stories about how, how he was to know, just a great person. So having that put it all together because you're dealing with people, I think that has to be there if you're going to be a labor leader that's totally committed, and he was totally committed. It's our Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony and live broadcast as Bob Heenan gets uh, inducted into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Great honor for me to be here in the room with everybody who's being a part of this night, and certainly uh, with the family in the front row. It was nice to say hello and meet the family uh, this evening, J-Doc. Uh, Pat, we've had many conversations over uh, the last uh, 10 years, um, the one spot in life where I always end up in this conversation is that um, union leaders and the union community changes the lives of so many people that they'll never know. Um, which is just an amazing, amazing statement. Um, put that in the context um, as you think about um, Bobby Heenan and that whole era uh, of what it means uh, and what it still means today, by the way. I think if—and if, I think I knew Bobby well enough or know Bobby well enough to know 
the, what's the most meaningful thing is when you find out you were able to pick somebody up, put it back on their feet. Uh, maybe helping a kid who went away and, and got thrown out of union, but you were able to help him get back in there. there those little things, and you know, I'm semi-retired now. I'm supposed to be retired, but, but when I look back at some of my little pieces of paper that I keep going through, there are little notes from somebody that thank me. And that's who he was, because so many people out there don't even know Bobby were helped. And the ones who do know him know how serious he was about helping other people. Always. That made him a great leader because he cared every day. Well, what I, what I take from that, Pat, is a lot of you know, young union members and people trying to get in the unions, um, you know, we enjoy the benefits uh, you know, the, the conditions and all those things that, that you know, men like yourself and Bob Heenan um, fought so hard for. And, you know, you, one of the things that I love about Pat Eiding, and this is one of the great things that we've been doing these shows for a long, long time, Pat, to talk about how genuine you are and listening uh, to you talk about Bob, you've talked a lot about on, on, on shows about, yeah, you know, the, the importance of a collective bargaining agreement, but also fighting for those who don't have one, who could not get into a union, but, you know, they deserve, you know, everybody deserves, to, you know, dignity. And, you know, I wanted to point that out because it's because of great labor, labor leaders like yourself, Bob Heenan, Pat Gillespie, uh, Sam Staten uh, Sr., and uh, so many today. But I'm just saying that we enjoy those benefits. So, obviously, we want to thank you and uh, for being on, for, for, you know, being our, obviously our first guest. And, you know, obviously, you know, it's an honor to be here for myself as well. When Bobby called, I answered every phone call. So, there it is. Still answering the bell in retirement or semi-retirement, Pat. Eiding joining us here as we kick off our Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony and live uh, broadcast presented tonight by Operating Engineers Local 542, Thackeray Crane, Fidelio Dental Insurance, Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell Business Manager, and of course Sam Pond from Pond La Hockey. We'll take our first commercial break. Back in a moment. First chartered in 1903, Steamfitters Local 420 has been constructing and installing mechanical systems throughout the Delaware Valley for over a century. United by excellence, this local is proud to have worked on projects such as the Sun Oil Refineries, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and the stadiums for all our Philly teams. From helmets to hard hats, Local 420 represents the history of Philadelphia. Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell, Business Manager. Fidelio Dental Insurance would like to congratulate the family of Robert T. Heenan on his induction into the Philadelphia Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Fidelio had a relationship spanning over 30 years with Bobby and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542. Bobby's service was not only within the union realm, but his community. He selflessly gave his time and energy to help others and was always approachable. He was known for listening to others and helping out whenever he could. Family was also extremely important to him as he always made sure to ask how your family was doing during every conversation. Congratulations again to Bobby's family. Tom Lee Hackey has become part of my morning prayers. I was a full-time nurse just lifting up a patient. A tractor trailer came up behind this, pushed us right through. Right off the bat, you just felt comfortable. I felt somebody had my back. And he says, I'm gonna do everything that I can do for you. You guys are amazing. I love you. 
Call Pond Lahaki Giordano, highly rated Philadelphia workers' compensation attorneys. Thackery Crane and the McKeel Company would like to celebrate the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Robert's incredible leadership will be remembered by Local 542 forever, while his influence on the union community will help shape the future of our union members and union leaders. A great leader himself, Bob Heenan now takes his spot in the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Thackery Crane Reynolds, located in Philadelphia, along with the McKeel Company in Conshohocken, is proud to honor the incredible career of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. Thackery Crane and the McKeel Company share their joy with the entire Heenan family. This is a message from DV Healthcare Coalition celebrating the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor, past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement. Bob Heenan was one of those great leaders. The DV Healthcare Coalition is proud to salute the career, the legacy, and the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, IBEW Local 654, joins in celebration of Robert T. Heenan's induction into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. IBEW Local 654 was founded 85 years ago and has grown into a powerful regional union of electricians. For information on the IBEW Local 654 Apprentice Program, visit them online. Local 654 trains the future young electricians of tomorrow. And on behalf of the IBEW Local 654 members, congrats to Bobby Heenan and his entire family for his Hall of Fame induction. The General Building Contractors Association is celebrating the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor, past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement. Bob Heenan was one of those great leaders. The GBCA is proud to salute the career, legacy, and the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. Portions of tonight's Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction ceremony for Bobby Heenan are sponsored by the Delaware Valley Healthcare Coalition, International Brotherhood of Electrical Local 654, the Philadelphia Council of the AFL-CIO, and the General Building Contractors Association, GBCA. Today's program has been pre-recorded. And welcome back, everyone, to this very, very special edition of the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony and live broadcast as we come to you and come to uh, our listening audience. Boy, J. Doc, you know, when this broadcast uh, drops into the market and you can uh, listen to it in Pittsburgh on KDKA or you can listen to it across the network in Washington and, of course, here uh, in Philadelphia, I, I really 
hope that the listening audience utilizes that theater of the mind. Um, what an incredible crowd um, came out tonight for uh, this broadcast, a very, very special broadcast. You know how I feel about sitting in and being a part uh, of a Legends of Labor uh, Hall of Fame uh, induction, and it was great to hear Pat Eiding uh, in that opening segment, who for me um, allowed me, at least for the time that Pat was on the air uh, in that opening segment, allowed an opportunity for me uh, to know Bobby Heenan. It's good stuff. Absolutely. And when you think about <clears throat> Legends of Labor, I mean, Pat Eiding epitomizes that and um, inspired us to uh, begin the uh, Legends of Labor. So um, Pat's words are you know, very meaningful. Um, what I, I'm going to introduce our next two guests, but I also want to point out what a great uh, family man Bob Heenan was. When you talk about uh, Legends of Labor, it's synonymous with family. And sometimes I know because I, I, my father was a business manager in, you know, a, a union leader for most of my life. So, you know, I, I, I know what it's like. You know, it, obviously, you know, like I, Pat and I were talking, it's not a, it's not really a job. It's a calling. It's who you are. Uh, but Bob uh, was the beloved husband of, of, of Mary uh, Milligan uh, for 70 years and the loving father of Karen Winchester, uh, Mary Ann Mangini, and John Heenan, devoted grandfather of Mary Beth, Amy, Bobby, Katie, Jack, and Grace, and the great grandfather of 15. Just tell them we would, you know, we'll, we'll get them in on the, uh, we'll record their names in. But anyway, um, it's a great blessing. You know, it, it is a great blessing. Incredible. I want to, I want to uh, bring into the program uh, Tom Denise, uh, local 542 recording secretary for over 20 years, 24 years. Tom, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It's our, it's our pleasure. We appreciate your time. And Tom Goldrick, a, a, attorney uh, for for the contractor. Association, uh, Tom. It, it, it's it's uh, great to have you here as well. Thank uh, you. Uh, I'm I'm going to start with Tom and 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 and, and Tom. Uh, talk about your relationship with Bob Heenan and and um, what he meant to you. Well, I worked with Bob closely for 26 years as a recording secretary, and um, one of the first things I think of when I think of Bob is a guy that has a heart as big as this building. Uh, he was the kind of guy that he. Uh, just wanted to serve his members. He helped, uh, he was one for the underdog, and he would help anyone in need. Uh, he was the kind of guy you didn't want to piss off, <laughs> but he was also the kind of guy, if you were in a jam, you wanted him to have your back because he would do, he would move mountains to make it right, and he did so many times to so many members. Uh, Tom, if you would, you, uh, your relationship with Bob and, and what it meant to you. It was a very unique relationship. I first met Bobby in 1971 um, and um, shared a great many discussions with him. And as Pat Eiding pointed out and, and Tommy, uh, Pat was someone who cared, and he especially cared for the underdogs. And... Um, sitting on the health and welfare and pension plans since 1971. Bob was very instrumental, along with um, Robbie Walsh's dad, uh, who was the business manager when, when I first came into the industry, of procuring for the membership for, for you guys a Cadillac health and welfare plan a Cadillac pension plan, 
a Cadillac annuity plan. I mean, his, his heart was for the guys who were out there working. Um, and he, he was very, very emphatic and forceful. Uh, and um, I, I, I love the guy. Uh, we had a very close relationship. We were able to get things solved that might otherwise not have been solved in, in labor matters. Um, and he was someone who I could meet with off the record and, and come to a resolution. And um, Bob's word was good. I mean, if he told you something, as well as Sam Staten from the, the laborers, if, if they told you something, you could take it to the bank. And as a contra representative of the contractors, that trust sometimes is there, but you're, you know, you're sometimes negotiating, you know. With oh, 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 absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Negotiations, there's a lot of lying that goes on. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just part of the process, you know. Um, as a matter of fact, I can remember, gosh, it was in the 70s when, um, Bob was a, he was a, he came to the the meeting when Frank Rizzo um, was mayor of the city of Philadelphia, and the uh, the operators were on strike for like two weeks, and the city was shut down, and so Rizzo called the the contractors into the into this meeting at City Hall with uh, with the fellas from uh, 542, Bob Walsh. Um, Armin Akion, um, Bobby, and uh, I think it was Bill McAhill. And he said, we're going to get this thing solved in 45 minutes. So um, he called each side in, back and forth, back and forth. And this went on for like four hours. <laughs> Finally, when he comes out of, the, uh, out of the meeting, Rizzo, his ties down like this, his shirt sleeves are all rolled up. He says, I can't do it anymore. I said, what do you mean you can't do it anymore? He says, I feel like a monkey trying to f football. <laughs> but believe me, that's not one of the 12 words. So yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're, we're pre-recording. Um, yeah, you will have to censor. We're pre-recording, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. So when you listen to the live broadcast, right. you'll hear a beep. Right. Uh, right. You'll hear a beep in that one spot. So eventually we got we got the thing settled. It settled the following week, but um, it was it was amazing those days. Um, as Pat said, things have changed so much. Uh, when I came aboard in 1971, there were a lot of rough and tough times out there. Always got problems resolved, though. Always got problems resolved because you're dealing with well-meaning people. And um, guys like Pat and, and Bob were out there fighting for the guy who was out on the job. But also the understanding that it's a partnership between the Oh, the and, and and the absolutely, and, absolutely. Tom, you want to jump in there? Yeah, I just want to uh, reiterate what Tom said about a Cadillac health and welfare plan. When we took over in 92, the health and welfare was $2 million in the hole. Uh, Bob met with Blue Cross, asked them if they would just uh, give him a leap of faith. Uh, today, we have over $230 million in the health and welfare fund. The general fund with the union was about 800000 in the hole. Today, we're close to $20 million to the good. Bob 
ran this local with an iron fist, but he was the kind of guy that gave you as much rope as you needed to go do the job. And if you did the job, he just left you alone and you did your thing. He was probably, I can't imagine not being one of the top 1% best bosses in the world. He was the kind of guy that just made you want to give your 110%. Leadership, what's interesting, um, that it's, it, there is actually a, a, um, a, a academic community in universities that study leadership and uh, labor leadership. And uh, what's amazing about, you know, obviously, you know, you, you look at the, the, the room, you know, Jim Riley, uh, Jim Snell, obviously Pat Eiding and, 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 and everyone, and um, it, being able to lead a union, okay, and during good times is awesome, but sometimes, okay, you got to make tough decisions. There is a um, a real skill, and 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 not everybody has it um, to be able to to lead, okay. But also, um, also have the members understand. Obviously, you care about the union, but sometimes you're going to have to make decisions. Uh, that are not popular. Sometimes you're not getting a raise, okay? Sometimes that's going to happen. Um, but I always thought, when you think of the com a common denominator, and I only talked to Bob once, and it was one of the most impacting moments, and really, uh, of my life. Um, if, if the members know you're up there and it's about the union and not just about yourself, they'll follow you into the gates of hell. That's right. Talk about uh, Bob's leadership in, you know, during all times. You mentioned, obviously, going to the health and welfare. Mm -hmm. um, how did he lead, uh, you know, a, a membership the size of, of, of 542? Well, just for instance, when we took over the local, there's always been this political uh, type atmosphere. Once somebody took over the administration, the guys that were on the opposite side of the fence didn't fare too well. When Bob took over this local, he got all the agents together and he told all of us, if you continue to beat on them, they will continue to be your enemy. He goes, we're going to treat everyone fair. And he brought this local together 100% behind him. He gained so much respect, not only from the members, but from the trades. To give you an example, we were in negotiations, I'm going to say about seven years ago. We weren't getting anywhere. Bob would walk into negotiations every year and say, guys, this is what we're going to do. Nothing's coming out of the contract. Let's talk about wage increases. And Bob stood by that, and not a whole lot came out of our contract in the last 30-something years. Uh, so we weren't getting anywhere, and Bob says we're going to shut down probably the biggest job going in Philadelphia. But Bob was the type of guy, he didn't want to hurt no families, no, no, but none of the crafts. So instead of putting a picket line up, stopping guys from working, Bob went down and just pulled the operators off the job. And come to be, most of the tradesmen in that building came out of that building. Right. And they, they shut it down, not because Bob. Bob wanted them to continue to work. He was just going to pull the operators. That's, working with the other unions is— He was such a fair guy, and he, he had the respect of many. Well, I can tell you this. Being an iron worker— Is that—, is that that's not something normal. That, that, that doesn't normally work that way, does it? Normally, they would just, you know, put a picket line up, and guys wouldn't cross the line and shut it all down. Bob cared that they didn't lose any wages. 
So we just pulled the operators. Having that inner union community um, consciousness, okay, that relationship. Listen, sometimes, uh, you know, we're going to have jurisdictional issues. Um, but, you know, having the ability to communicate with everybody and understanding every union has, you know, you have your, everybody's got their constituents. Right. And, and understanding, um, obviously, being able to have that empathy to put, you know, yourself in, in, in their uh, place. One of the things, um, we've had Danny Sullivan uh, on the broadcast um, we talk about um, the apprentice program you guys have here, second to none, which mm -hmm. that's a partnership with the contract. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's been a, 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 a big thing of pride for, for Bob and, and really for the entire union. Talk about that and because and, it's really what separates our union community, having the ability to educate our own members. And, and you can, you know, especially when you have an operating engineer, you're in a high-rise building, you have a kangaroo flying. And that operator's sick. You, you know, you need to be able to find somebody that's, uh, you know, one in a, you know, thousands of people. Uh, talk about the apprentice program and the importance of it here. Well, I think Danny would do it a lot better. But, but when we first took over the local, we had originally one, two, three, four training sites. They were all shut down except the one in District 1. Bob Heenan today, through him, opened up all three of the training sites. And uh, and with Dan Sullivan, they put a uh, training site second to none up in Burnville. Uh, and Bob just wanted to educate new uh, operators, new crane operators. Bob was a crane operator himself. He ran some of them dinosaurs that most operators today couldn't run. But uh, it was about educating and bringing the next wave of operators up. Well, an, as, I can say this as an iron worker. Okay, our lives are in, a, in, in, right. in, the, in the operator's hands, no question about it. And having that, you, you know that, um, and sometimes you got a new guy in there. Like, what, what happened to so-and-so, you know, I mean, the point is having that apprentice program and obviously, you know, the, the, the community uh, commitment towards having that. Also, got, your time got to be big for the, uh, the contractors, a major investment. Oh, absolutely it is, the apprentice program. One, absolutely. One, and, and Bob did stress when he became business manager, diversity within the apprentice program. He said, I'm tired of hearing these contractors say these black guys can't operate. I know they can operate. We'll show them they can operate. We will give them the best training possible so that we are an integrated union. Well, op air and opportunity is what everybody needs. And, and that was, by the way, that's part of the... Um that's that's part of of, of the with the bio with Bob is commitment to diversity, um, and the and 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 certainly you know it's a, there's a commitment to, to to progress. Obviously, you know we're, we're fortunate enough to have Ryan Boyer as the president Absolutely. of Philadelphia Building Trades, and and if everybody gets an opportunity, everybody wins. Gentlemen, I uh, want to thank you uh, so much uh, for being on the broadcast, Tom. Thanks for having us. Uh, ab thank absolutely, you. and Tom and Tom, it, yep. awesome. Appreciate it. Right, Tom, thanks. you lit up the room. Leave that headset on until I get to a break there, all right? <laughs> I got some work to do on the editing board <laughs> yeah, uh, after the show, but that's all right. Good stuff. Uh, you're listening uh, as we broadcast to you. It's our um, Hall of Fame induction of Bob Heenan, uh, Bob Heenan being sponsored by tonight, Delaware Valley Healthcare Coalition, International Brotherhood of Electrical Local 654, and Philadelphia Council of the AFL-CIO. Back in a moment. 
Here's an important message from the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 542. If you want a better life for you and your family, consider joining their union. Consider this. Local 542 members and their families can earn an associate's degree with no out-of-pocket cost. That's you, your spouse, your children, and your grandchildren can take advantage of this Union Plus free college benefits program. Go to IUOE542.com. Join the union now. Local 542, in memory of longtime business manager Robert Heenan. Tom Lee Hackey has become part of my morning prayers. I was a full-time nurse, just lifting up a patient. A tractor trailer came up behind this, pushed us right through. Right off the bat, you just felt comfortable. I felt somebody had my back. And he says, I'm going to do everything that I can do for you. You guys are amazing. I love you. Call Pond Lahaki Giordano, highly rated Philadelphia workers' compensation attorneys. Fidelio Dental Insurance would like to congratulate the family of Robert T. Heenan on his induction into the Philadelphia Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Fidelio had a relationship spanning over 30 years with Bobby and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542. Bobby's service was not only within the union realm, but his community. He selflessly gave his time and energy to help others and was always approachable. He was known for listening to others and helping out whenever he could. Family was always also extremely important to him as he always made sure to ask how your family was doing during every conversation. Congratulations again to Bobby's family. Thackeray Crane and the McKeel Company would like to celebrate the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Robert's incredible leadership will be remembered by Local 542 forever, while his influence on the union community will help shape the future of our union members and union leaders. A great leader himself, Bob Heenan now takes his spot in the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Thackeray Crane Reynolds, located in Philadelphia, along with the McKeel Company in Conshohocken, is proud to honor the incredible career of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. Thackeray Crane and the McKeel Company share their joy with the entire Heenan family. Plumbers Local 690 proudly promotes, supports, and endorses the belief plumbers protect the health of the nation. The highly skilled workers of Plumbers Local 690 specialize in commercial and residential work. Plumbers Local 690 workers work on stadium projects and the largest corporate projects and your residential property. Plumbers Local 690, George P. Graham, Business Manager. God bless America. The Philadelphia AFL-CIO is celebrating the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor, past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement. Bob Heenan was one of those great leaders. The Philadelphia AFL-CIO is proud to salute the career, the legacy, and the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. First chartered in 1903, Steamfitters Local 420 has been constructing and installing mechanical systems throughout the Delaware Valley for over a century. United by excellence, this local is proud to have worked on projects such as the Sun Oil Refineries, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and the stadiums for all our Philly teams. From helmets to hard hats, Local 420 represents the history of Philadelphia. Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell, Business Manager. 
Tony DePaul and Son is joining the celebration of the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame honors those leaders, past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement. Bob Heenan was one of those great leaders. Tony DePaul and Son is proud to salute the career, the legacy, and the induction of Bob Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. We hope you're enjoying tonight's Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction of Bob Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, sponsored tonight by Plumbers Local 690, AFL-CIO Housing Investment Trust, the McKeo Company, Tony DePaul and Son, and the International Union of Bricklayers and Allied Craft Workers. This program is paid for by Advocacy United. Today's program has been pre-recorded. And welcome back, everyone, to this very, very special Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony and live broadcast. Bobby Heenan is a name that we are talking about uh, tonight in portions uh, of the entire broadcast tonight, all being presented and sponsored by Plumbers Local 690, AFL-CIO Housing Investment Trust, the McKeo Company, Tony DePaul and Son, General Building Contractors Association, GBCA, and the International Union of Bricklayers and Allied Craft Workers, J-Doc. Tough to uh, top. Uh, Pat Eiding's segment is always tough to top. Of course. Uh, segment two tonight, uh, tough to top. Uh, uh, and now uh, we move into Absolutely. and transition into our third segment tonight. Uh, what a great show um, this has been for a guy like me who just loves to sit, listen, uh, and learn. And use that theater of the mind um, so I can learn more. You know, I always wondered, J-Doc, as I exited off of the uh, Pennsylvania Turnpike on what is Virginia Avenue, or I came down uh, the opposite way uh, on Susquehanna, and up on the building is the name. And and, oh, yeah. and, and when Tom mentioned um, Bob Heenan being as big as the building, I often wondered what that meant. What was what did the name mean? It's great to learn a little bit well, about him tonight. His, his, his thumbprint is all over the place. No doubt. When you come here uh, at at local 542. I mean, man, it's a spectacle. I mean, this place is uh, just awesome and a major tribute to the man whose name is on the building. And that's what's uh, fantastic about it. Uh, I want to shout out that Danny Batter, um, who is the uh, heir apparent of Pat Eiding. Uh, and and uh, he was unable to be here tonight, but he wanted to, to, to send his congratulations to the family uh, of, of Bob Heenan and, and, and uh, had some great things to say. Um, I want to welcome in, in to, into the program Speaking of the family uh, of Bob Heenan, John Heenan, how are you, sir? The son of Bob Heenan. Doing well, thank you. Well, we appreciate you, you, you being on the broadcast, and I promise you, uh, you know, we're you're going to have a little bit of fun. And 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 uh, Rob Walsh, recording secretary, local 542. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's 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 great to have you. And and uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start off um, uh, with with John, if you if you will, John. Um, Talk a little bit about your dad as 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 a, as a father, um, who also uh, you know you had to share uh, you know on a, I'm sure on a daily and uh, you know daily basis. Talk about the kind of man and father he was. He was an awesome dad. Um, we talked and you hear it earlier where there was no separation between family and the union. It, it was one. So 542 was our family. All his friends 
we're 542. Uh, and he touched the lives with so many people. It was amazing. And, you know, when, uh, typically, it's a great way to put it, because um, I can uh, c completely uh, r relate to that. Talk about some of the lessons he taught you uh, as a young person and, and, and in becoming a man. That's a good one. Treat people the way that you want to be treated. So mentioned earlier that he, he was completely selfless. Everything that he did, if he asked for a favor for somebody— it was never for him. I mean, he was so modest, lived in a simple house, didn't drive a fancy car, but everything that he did, he was doing it for somebody else. His favors were always for somebody else, taking care of somebody else. And, and having said that, uh, Rob, if you will, um, as somebody, you know, who obviously— uh, an officer here at the local talk about what what Bob Heenan meant to you and 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 talk about you know your relationship with him well i mean when when he became business manager our local was in serious trouble he was 60 years old most guys are ready to retire he took it on and he and he stayed on for 30 years after that he i mean he was an older guy but he transcended generations Every, he got along with everybody and like john said he he helped people out I would see people come up to him thanking him for things, and he didn't even know what he did for them, but he did, you know, because that's just how he was. He helped people. Well, talk about, you know, his, his leadership style. Um, Tom talked about, you know, Bob being one of the great bosses, okay? And when you have a great boss, you know, you never work a day in your life because you're doing something you love for somebody you love. Uh, talk about his leadership absolutely. style. Absolutely. He, he had a knack for picking guys that were good people, and would work hard for him. And uh, he get like Tom said, he gave you an opportunity to prove yourself, and, and he would leave you alone. If you were doing what you were supposed to do, he wouldn't mess with you. And uh, he was just a really good leader as far as that go. He, he just picked quality people, and he, and he nurtured them, and, you know, always had people mentoring you along the way, and it just really was a good, good thing. It's interesting because you mentioned that he, he, he got into labor leadership, you know, you know, I mean, you know, he's been involved in the union for a long time, but, you know, really giving it a, you know, a major, you know, at, at age 60. Talk about, talk about that, if you would, John. I mean, you know, when it's not a, a like we talked about with Pat Iding, it's not a part-time job, okay? Um, what, 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 was that a family decision? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think my mom had a say in it. Right. <laughs> she kept us all together and, and worked behind the scenes. But he, you know, he, he was hard-headed. He was going to do what he was going to do. Don't ask him questions. And uh, he did everything for the, for 542. Leadership is an interesting, um, you know, quality. Um, did, did he always have, uh, you know, a knack for leadership, even in, even at a young age. Or when, how old were you when he started getting uh, when getting involved in being a, a labor leader? How old was I? Yeah, well, you were young. You were, yeah, yeah, I was in college. I didn't even know he was running for business manager when I was in college. He just went out and did it, and I was you know doing my stuff in, in college. And I came home, and he was business manager of 542. And like Robbie said, he was uh, I thought 55, but still, it, it's crazy that you know he he did it to to help the local because. He was the one that could bring everyone together because that was what was needed at the time. The work was real, uh, was not good. Country was kind of in a recession. Uh, hours were down. There wasn't that many jobs. And this union and, and the trades itself needed somebody 
to bring everybody together, get in the same direction, and move forward for the betterment of the union. And how hard is that, or how hard was that? I mean, it sounds monumental. I know it was, um, but how do you how do you understand that? How do you come to a grip of that? Well, he surrounded himself with good people, and he and he was a really good leader. And you know, he let people do their jobs. And it really working here is not a job; it's a lifestyle. It's a it's who you are. It's your life, exactly. Well, you talk about, um, you know, first of all, unions, that vision, in a sense, having a, 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 a vision for diversity, okay? And uh, it, listen, we had to shake a lot of, you know, that, you know a lot of uh, issues. And I mean, unions were not always, um, you know, known to be diverse and leadership at that, you know, at, when, when, when things started to go in the right direction, it took men like Bob Heenan to stand up and say, enough is enough. Okay, and 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 uh, sometimes you know you gotta you know uh, you overcome. You have a, a big union. You have to be a leader, and 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 you have to be contagious in that. Talk talk about that, and 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 his selfless nature to make sure that everybody got a fair shake. Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely. I mean, labor unions and just in general in, po in population, um, there wasn't diversity in the trades and stuff like that, and he and he made that happen. And it's his legacy lives today through that. And we, st we still strive for that to make sure everybody has a fair opportunity. Let's talk. Go ahead, John. Well, it's funny because he, I don't think he would consider himself a leader. Like we all say that he was a union leader and all this stuff. He, he would not consider himself a leader. He just did it. That was his job. That's who he was. And I think it works. And you, you ask, why did it work? Because there was no hidden agenda. You know, he, everyone knew that he was doing what was in the best interest of 542. It was never that this is in the best interest of him or his family or anybody else. Everyone, and you can ask anybody in this room, and the reason why it worked is because they trust him, and he never gave them a reason not to trust him. There was no hidden agenda, like I said. So if he came out and said, listen, we're going to do this, you believe it because it's, it's been proven that the decisions that he makes— was for the betterment of the local. That's right. By the way, that's a quality that you know can can you know can withstand anything when it comes to you know hard times in a union. When you when you have a leader that people can trust and understand that it's about the union even during tough times. Let's talk a little bit about unionism and educating young people on uh, you know you get a lot of young people we, we were talking about it earlier. Um, they think they were born on third base. You get here, you're making great money, you're in a great apprentice program, uh, you're getting into college education right there. Um, was that, but John, was that, was unionism, uh, an, a, you know, a part of, did you understand that growing up? Did your dad ever talk about that? Actually, not really. It, My dad didn't either. I, it was, it was, you know, until I became an iron worker, okay, and, and, and I started to learn a lot more at that point, um, he, you know, in, in a sense, even though he was working all day and all night, kind of kept that, you know, that sentiment to us. When did you start to, to, to learn a little bit about that? It's funny. He never thought of going into 542 or being an operator. I was going to go to college because my dad said, you know, you're going to college. <laughs> so I was the first one to graduate from college in our family. And it was never, ever the intent of me to be in the local or to have anything to do with it. Um, I graduated college. There again, recession not doing a very good job, go land in another job. And then, you know, it's a funny story that 
I have a decent job, I'm doing well, and I have an opportunity to go on the benefit side, and I'm hesitant. You know, the devil that you don't know, and you know, I was comfortable where I was, and I thought, and I talked to my wife, and I'm like, you know, should I do this? You know, I'm happy where I am, but I have an opportunity. How often do you have an opportunity to work with your dad? And he was, I don't remember how old he was, but you know, maybe one or two years I get to work with my dad. And then one or two years turned into 20 years because he stayed here till he was 90. <laughs> so I was very fortunate for that. What was it like working with him? It was awesome. And like Rob said, like, and, and I said it to my wife earlier, is it, he gives you the opportunity, gives you the job, but it's up to you That's to right. do the job. So yeah, he, you know, he helps you out and he'll give you the rope and he does have a temper that if, if he'll give you enough rope and then if you don't, you are hung. That's interesting. True or false, when you worked for your father, you were his son or you weren't his son during the work day? I was always his son. Always his son. And we only fought once in the 20 years and it was COVID that caused it. Yeah. Rob, what do you, you miss most about Bob? Just, just his his leadership, and just like John said, when COVID came, he was here every day. We got guy was in his late eighties. People were not out. He was here every day. You know? That was what the fight was about. Right. <laughs> really, John, what, what do you miss most about your dad? Uh, it's a good question. Just seeing him, and just talking. There was really never work. It was just, that's what you did. You know, you came in and we talked about, he would come up and have an issue with a member and we would just try to figure out how to help it out and just miss those conversations. I wanted to ask Jim Rodney what it, what it was like, and I'll ask him after the broadcast following uh, Bob Heenan. Um, we do appreciate, you know, having this opportunity to be here. And we, again, we thank Jim and, and, and the members of Local 542. Um, interesting question. When you started to work here, and I, I got my scholarship to Ironworkers Local 401 when I, when I was 18 years old. Never even imagined it before. Was, next thing you know, I'm down at 18th and JFK. You know, not, you know it was, it was an interesting experience, but... Um, you worked here 20 years. At what point did you become? There, there, there's a point there. You're always his son, but eventually, like I remember, I went from Joe Doc's kid to you know myself. It took me a, a long time for that. Um, but you, you know, obviously, like you said, you, people get an opportunity, but you got to take advantage of that opportunity. At what point um, did, did the people and the members come in and say, oh, you know, there's John. That, that, that's not Bobby's kid anymore. I don't think it's happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'll say a... that I always thought of this. This is my dad's local. It'll never be my local. It's my dad's. And his name is on. What's it? What's it like when you when you when you go up to it's the? Pretty cool. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Friends call you up. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was, I was past your dad's building. Today. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's such a great honor. Um, we only have a couple more minutes, and I'd two like minutes, Jada. Two minutes, um, Rob. Closing closing uh, thoughts on Bob and and, and the honor uh, legends of labor. Um, talk about the impact he's made on so many lives. Well, like you were talking about the, about unionism. Unionism was family to him, and this was his life, and it, it, that had a lot of impact on thousands of lives. And any time a, uh, a member needed help, 
he made sure we helped him. You know, whatever we could do, we would help them. And that's what it was all about then. And what a great, and that's what a great leader is about. John, I'll let you have the, the closing thoughts um, when you th think about and, and, and about your father and, and the legends of labor and the amount of people uh, and his legacy. Okay, what do you think his legacy is going to be? Well, we'll touch on what Robbie was saying was at, at some point we were wishing that my dad would retire. Like, enough is enough. You know, you did it long enough. And then I just realized that he's never going to retire uh, unless he's not able to do it. And he could do it up until the end. But he, I knew that he was never going to retire. And, and at the end, I was kind of grateful because it gave him a purpose. It still had a meaning. He was still relevant. And he was doing what he loved up until the day that he died. You know, when he, when he called me to, 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 to offer his support for myself and my family and my father, and he, uh, I had no idea he was in his 80s. You know, I mean, we, we talked for like 40 minutes, and he was spirited in the conversation. But it was one of the most meaningful uh, conversations I ever had in my life. And it makes a lot of sense. Um, as, as you talk about what a giving person in the lives that he made a difference in. I had the opportunity to spend 30 minutes with him, and it, it was it, I'll never forget it. And so I want to thank you, John, and you, Rob, for being on the, on the broadcast. You know, your father would be incredibly proud right now. Thank you. At the very end of the broadcast tonight, we will have a very special plaque presentation. So everyone that is here, please um, prepare for that moment. It'll be a great moment. In our final segment, J-Doc, before we sign off on this Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony and live broadcast, we'll have a very special proclamation. We'll do that uh, to close out. Uh, the show. This is the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony for Bobby Heenan. Back in a moment. Portions of tonight's Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction ceremony for Bobby Heenan are sponsored by the Delaware Valley Healthcare Coalition, International Brotherhood of Electrical Local 654, the Philadelphia Council of the AFL-CIO, and the General Building Contractors Association, GBCA. First chartered in 1903, Steamfitters Local 420 has been constructing and installing mechanical systems throughout the Delaware Valley for over a century. United by excellence, this local is proud to have worked on projects such as the Sun Oil Refineries, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and the stadiums for all our Philly teams. From helmets to hard hats, Local 420 represents the history of Philadelphia. Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell, business manager. Hot Lee Hockey has become part of my morning prayers. I was a full-time nurse, just lifting up a patient. A tractor trailer came up behind this, pushed us right through. Right off the bat, you just felt comfortable. I felt somebody had my back. And he says, I'm gonna do everything that I can do for you. You guys are amazing. I love you. Call Pond Lahaki Giordano, highly rated Philadelphia workers' compensation attorneys. Fidelio Dental Insurance would like to congratulate the family of Robert T. Heenan on his induction into the Philadelphia Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Fidelio had a relationship spanning over 30 years with Bobby and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542. Bobby's service was not only within the union realm, but his community. He selflessly gave his time and energy to help others and was always approachable. He was known for listening to others and helping out whenever he could. Family was always 
also extremely important to him, as he always made sure to ask how your family was doing during every conversation. Congratulations again to Bobby's family. Thackeray Crane and the McKeel Company would like to celebrate the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Robert's incredible leadership will be remembered by Local 542 forever, while his influence on the union community will help shape the future of our union members and union leaders. A great leader himself, Bob Heenan now takes his spot in the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Thackeray Crane Reynolds, located in Philadelphia, along with the McKeel Company in Conshohocken, is proud to honor the incredible career of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. Thackeray Crane and the McKeel Company share their joy with the entire Heenan family. This message from the AFL-CIO Housing Investment Trust, celebrating the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. The Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor, past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement. Bob Heenan was one of those great leaders. The AFL-CIO Housing Investment Trust is proud to salute the career, legacy, and the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. An honor well-deserved. Roofers Local 30 has historic roots dating all the way back to 1908. Today, 1,350 local members are part of 22,000 nationwide. Roofers Local 30 members specialize in all low-sloped roofing systems, structural waterproofing, and steep-sloped roofing systems, and more. When you hire from Local 30, you get workers trained to the top industry standards with the safety training and skills to make sure your job gets done right the first time, on time, every time. RoofersLocal30.com. Roofers Local 30 Sean McCullough, business manager. Cement Mason's Local 592 proudly honors Bob Heenan on his induction into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. A job and a career well done. Congrats from the Cement Mason's Local 592. Did you know that Cement Mason's Local 592 is responsible for all the major concrete work that goes into power plants, construction of high-rise buildings, highways, stadiums, and sidewalks? Cement Local 592, congratulating Bob Heenan. Cement Mason's Local 592 proudly honors Bob Heenan on his induction into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. A job and a career well done. Congrats from the Cement Mason's Local 592. Did you know that Cement Mason's Local 592 is responsible for all the major concrete work that goes into power plants, construction of high-rise buildings, highways, stadiums, and sidewalks? Cement Local 592, congratulating Bob Heenan. Today's program has been pre-recorded. And welcome back, everyone, to this very special Legends of Labor Hall of Fame awesome. induction, J-Doc, for Bob Heenan, presented by Operating Engineers Local 542, Thackeray Crane, uh, Fidelio Dental Insurance, Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell, Business Manager, and of course, Sam Pond from Pond Lahaki. What an incredible uh, hour uh, conversation it has been, J-Doc, four or five minutes left until uh, in the broadcast, and then at the end of the broadcast, uh, we'll do
do the very special uh, presentation, but let me get right to you uh, for what is our final proclamation and a uh, and wrap up, put a bow on this incredible program. So, uh, you know, obviously it's been an incredible show, and we're going to get the opportunity to spend a couple, we only have a couple minutes left before the presentation, but I want to welcome uh, Butch Bennett, who's a member of, of the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame Committee. Butch, how are you, sir? How you doing, guys? Uh, we're doing fantastic. And, and, Butch, and, we love you, brother. Well done, man. And, and, <laughs> And, and you bring, um, you know, uh, good tidings from our, our, our city council and, and, and a citation. I'm ecstatic to bring into the program Carmelo Green, who's the labor liaison for Councilman Isaiah Thomas. How are you, Carmelo? Doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, we appreciate uh, you you coming uh, onto the broadcast. If you would, you have a, you bring uh, a gifts. Uh, if you would, talk about the citation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, again, my name is Carmelo Green. I am the labor liaison for Councilmember at Large Isaiah Thomas. And on behalf of Councilmember Isaiah Thomas, it is my extreme pleasure to present to the family of the great Mr. Robert T. Heenan this citation. Um, and I won't read it all because I know we're short with time, but uh, whereas Mr. Heenan uh, passed away on July 1st, 2022, surrounded by his loving family, whereas becoming a service engineer and valued member on local 542 Union, for which he served for over 70 years and served as a business leader for over 30, leading with distinction and dedication through economically trifling times for the union. And whereas supporting innovation and initiatives that prioritize diversity and inclusion, creating career opportunities for members of color and women that had not previously been there, as well as expanding health benefits for local 542 members and families, including benefits for veterans and those battling addiction. Therefore, by virtue of this citation, the Council of the City of Philadelphia does hereby honor the life and legacy of Mr. Robert T. Heenan, further evidencing the sincere respect, admiration, and condolence of this legislative body. And it is signed by Council Member Isaiah Thomas. Well, we really appreciate that. That's fantastic. And certainly, um, we talk about the career accomplishments. Thank you so much, Carmela. You're welcome. And, and Butch, uh, you know, obviously, uh, this is a, a meaningful uh, induction for you, uh, being a member, you know, of, of this union. And, and, and certainly, um, you know, we, t we, we talk about uh, legends of labor. It's about educating the next generation of labor leadership. And it's also about educating the general public and in, on, on what our union community is all about and, 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 and uh, you know, understanding what unions are all about. Because people, a lot of times, they have no idea, um, you know, what we do and, and what our leadership is all about. So I want to thank you, Carmela and, and, and Bush, uh, uh, of course. Joe Krauss, uh, this has been uh, just a very, not only moving, but uh, a great, great uh, induction broadcast. And an example, once again, like we've said, uh, of why the Philadelphia Union community 
uh, is the number one union community in the country and where we came from and where we're going. Listen to some of the names as we close out uh, this very special broadcast, our Legends of Labor Hall of Fame uh, induction. And again, coming right up, you won't be able to hear it or see it visually uh, if you're not in the room, but a very special presentation. We'll have that uh, for everybody here at Local 542. Sam Staten Sr., Pat Gillespie, Wendell Young III, Joe Ashdale, Sam Pond, our Friends of Labor Hall of Fame uh, inductee into his ceremony, and Jay Doc, a big ceremony following. This is, a, this is an incredible weekend for oh, Legends yeah. of Labor and for the Hall of Fame. Uh, one to follow this one, um, just incredible leaders. Um, I almost wish I knew them all. Well, I can uh, tell you And this. I just try and learn a little bit about each individual. Tomorrow is a huge day for, for us. We get the opportunity uh, to honor. Uh, Nate Sabir um, and, and, and his uh, Legends of Labor induction, okay, and, and, and that's going to be a huge one at Local 332, and Buddy Osborne, um, also, uh, you know, the, the chaplain uh, at the Philadelphia Building Trades and the founder of Rock Ministries, and, and so it's going to be an incredible, well, the bar is set incredibly high, and of course, we thank Pat Eiding uh, for being here, who's the ultimate legend of labor, and, and, and uh, you know, we, uh, we want to thank the, the the family of, of, of Bob Heenan and, and, and also um, celebrate the legacy. Um, his legacy, uh, you know, will go on in perpetuity. And as, as this broadcast airs uh, throughout the city of Philadelphia and like Joe Krause said, on the on the East Coast. Um, and, uh, you know, eventually we're going to have a big place where we honor, you know, it's going to be an educational uh, location. So we, we, we want to thank you for all being here. want to thank everybody again from Local 542. want to thank Jim Riley for, 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 for also making it happen and the members of, of um, our Hall of Fame committee. That's going to do it for this very special Legends of Labor Hall of Fame ceremony uh, and live broadcast. Bob Heenan is a name I will never forget. See you next time, everybody. This is a message from Hardman Johnston Global Advisors celebrating the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame. Whereas the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame has been established to honor and recognize those leaders of labor, past and present, who have made an indelible mark on their union, their community, and the labor movement, Bob Heenan was one of those great leaders. As such, Hardman Johnston Global Advisors is proud to salute the career, the legacy, and the induction of Robert T. Heenan into the Legends of Labor Hall of Fame, an honor well-deserved. Here's an important message from the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 542. If you want a better life for you and your family, consider joining their union. Consider this. Local 542 members and their families can earn an associate's degree with no out-of-pocket cost. That's you, your spouse, your children, and your grandchildren can take advantage of this Union Plus free college benefits program. Go to IUOE542.com. Join the union now. Local 542, in memory of longtime business manager Robert Heenan. This Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction for Bobby Heenan is presented by Operating Engineers Local 542, Thackery Crane, Fidelio Dental Insurance, 
Steamfitters Local 420, Jim Snell Business Manager, and Sam Pond of Pond La Hockey.